0: Well, good morning and hello, kids, and welcome to season three and episode number 175 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day is Tuesday, August 1st, 2023, and it looks like it's going to be a lovely day here at the Beaver Lodge, again with temperatures that are somewhat reasonable for this time of year. So, hey. We'll take it. I'm your host, the eager beaver pronouns. He, him, he, Mr. Beaver, eh? And with me as always is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you. Yes, yes. 12 degrees Celsius. When's the last time we've seen that? It's That's a cool chilly. Way. That's chilly. I was outside a little earlier this morning. It's a, uh, the hairs on my legs stood up. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corbin Moon Publishing, and canadiantarot.com. We have a Tuesday morning nibble for you, but before we jump into it, the most important thing we do every morning is say hello to Mr. Grizzly and ask, how's your mental health today?
1: Well, good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, I'm I uh, mental health wise yeah um, I'm doing pretty good today I think oh I love to hear that I, d- I did a did an ASMR last night if anybody's interested I'll throw a link in the chat if you want to check it out uh, yeah I felt uh, I f- I'm feeling pretty good today I, I kind of got into what what I was feeling how I was up you know what what I went through over the last couple of weeks mental health wise in the show last night so I'll just put a link in the chat there in a second and you can uh, anybody wants to check it out you can feel free uh, but yeah I'm doing pretty good today yeah um, Hopefully, it remains that way. Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> I went to bed early, uh, but uh, admittedly, uh, I was up multitude of times due to um, vivid, lucid dreams that were oh. not pleasant. Um, I'm not going to get into it, because if I told you what I dreamt, you'd be like, you, you need to go see your uh, psychotherapist. <laughs> Dude, it was twisted, like way twisted, way out there, uh, disturbing. And, and I woke up three times, and each time I fell back to sleep, I went right back into the same dream. Wow. Which is, that's never happened to me before that I can remember. And and when I tell you this stuff was bizarre, it was like, it haunted me. It, it, when I first woke up at five, I was like, Okay, none of that is real. None of that was real. None of that was real. None of that was real. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I, oh, it's not real. Good. And I'm, I'm just on my first cup of coffee now. It was yeah, it was a difficult night. Sleep-wise because of the lucid vivid dreams. But, uh, mental health-wise, I think I'm doing pretty good today. So, we'll see how the day uh, how the day plays out. All right. Well, I hope you have a good day. Uh, uh, you too. Yeah. Good morning, Kit oh, by the way, I really like that shirt you're
0: wearing. Yeah. Hey. It's a uh, one every about James asked me once, you know, do you have like a collection of things? And I'm sitting there going like, or, or like clothing specifically that, like you, that you get a lot of, cause a lot of people collect sneakers, sneakers and stuff, you know, or hats mm-hmm. or things I'm going like, no, not really. And then it's like, wait a minute, tennis shirts. Mm-hmm. Now this one is like, is a formal one, right? From mm-hmm. the UTP at World the time World. when it was the, still the Rogers cup mm-hmm. and when the men were playing in Montreal, I have very few event shirts most of them are really not nice when they come out this was the first one i saw that was someone decent but every time i go to a live uh, I, I go to a live tennis tournament i stop by you know where they sell all the tennis rackets and whatnot like this and i pick up some tennis shirt either in a funky color or a design or a cut that i don't have and haven't seen anywhere and i pick it up for myself there's only been twice i've gone to a tennis tournament where nothing appealed to me i did not buy anything oh, but wow. it's but it's usually not the shirt from the event Mm-hmm. Yes. so uh but this one yeah i liked it and it was really cool so um uh, yeah and uh i wore it yesterday to play a match against somebody i hadn't played in about a year um because uh she's a european and had gone home to visit family because she hadn't seen him much during covid mm-hmm. um so she was there for the l- end of the last tennis season the start of this season and i crossed her Uh, the other day and say, Hey, you're here. So we played yesterday and she's another person who's like one of my yardsticks because, um, she's a human backboard. She just gets everything back and she never breathes heavy because like she does yoga and Pilates and she has this cardio of a distance runner. (laughs) It seems, uh, and she always really creams me. Um, yesterday I was one point away from a six, six tie. Oh, wow. Five, seven but I was one point away from a six, six tie. I kept up the entire. So, um, my game has improved incredibly this year. I knew I had gotten better, but I had no, I had no idea gotten that that much better that I could keep up with her. So, um, yay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, thank you, Suzanne, for a great game yesterday. And, uh, we're trying again. I'm going to try my luck again on Friday, see how it works. Um, But kids, kids, it's a big day. It's a big day in politics. Not so much for Canadian politics today, uh, more for American politics, because um, it's Tuesday, which means it's Indictment Watch Day. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, I'm not sure, even though they've put the barricades up in Atlanta at the Fulton County Courthouse. uh, That might not be for today, even though Fannie Willis is on record as saying something like, um, we've done all the work, we've been investigating and collecting all the evidence for over about two years, and we're ready to go. So, uh, I guess it could be Fulton County, but usually grand juries meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays, typically. Uh, so, it is Tuesday, and um, there's not only the Georgia case, but there's the Washington, D.C. case. The January 6th staff's about, about to get steamy. So, yeah. And it seems that there's another person uh, charged in the documents case. Oh, there's a fourth person. Yeah, um, the name escapes me off the uh, at the top of my head right now. Uh, but yeah. Uh- There's a fourth person. For some reason, that person hasn't got a lot of attention. Uh, But uh, if I uh, find their name there in my notes, I will mention it. Uh, So, yeah, we are watching today to see whether or not there will be an indictment. Uh, Usually, if it does happen, uh, we won't hear about the actual indictment itself. We'll probably get a long, 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 long truth uh, from Frump on his um, social media site that's also being investigated for a bunch of stuff, um, <laughs> business practices and people involved with it. Uh, but he'll probably put on a long screen saying, you know, witch hunt and weaponizing the justice system and nothing like this has ever been done before. And uh, the, they're just trying to get to you. I'm in the way. And, you know, all the greatest hits because yes. um, he usually does all of that. and then. You know, he goes and Then we find out the following day that the indictment has been dropped, and then he has to x number of days to go into court to plead. <laughs> um, so, and if it doesn't happen today, it will just be gratification to lie and deny it because Thursday could also be indictment day, or following Tuesday, or the following Thursday. Either way, it's on the horizon. either way. Either way, see, see if it's not Christmas today, then we get to hope. It's Christmas 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 Eve Eve. For Thursday. And then but either way, it's the happiest time of year.
1: It's we know the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs>
0: when the indictments are coming and <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the
1: words. <laughs> I've only had one cup of anyway.
0: coffee. Anyway, so uh, we are giddy with excitement here at the Beaver Lodge uh, because uh, he had it coming. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> He's really got it coming. Uh, and uh, interesting other news in the United States. Remember how we talked to you about some guy named Tommy Tuberville? Mm-hmm. He's a senator who is holding up like over 200 and something military appointments, including the commander, I think, of the Marines. The um yeah the commandant of the Marines, because uh, he was upset that uh, for the sake of military preparedness, the president, Joe Biden, said that, uh, ladies, uh, if you happen to be in need of an abortion, which kind of happens often in the military, Mm -hmm. considering that there are so many men and so few women, and things seem to happen, Uh, that decision yesterday to uh, move violent crimes out of military command into another command uh, happens because there are nearly 900,000 complaints annually of some form of sexual harassment wow. uh, in the US military uh, so yeah sometimes people need abortions uh, the military a US military is funding some of its soldiers to go out of state in states. Red states, mostly, Mm -hmm. that do not allow them anymore, given the rash of weird laws, since the uh, United States Supreme Court has decided it was for sale and reversed over 50 years of precedent by killing Roe versus Wade. Yeah, Uh, so he's been holding them up. So uh, yesterday, uh, President Joe Biden also announced that um, the planned relocation of Space Command or Space Force from Colorado, where it was set in the interim when uh, Trump created it, to Huntsville, Alabama,
1: is not happening. Space Force reminds me of that scene, that skit from SNL with... um... Oh, what's his name? The actor from Game of Thrones. Brilliant actor. Um, Peter Dinklage. And, and oh, he's, yeah, he's got, he got a, like a, a, a um, Beatles style haircut and he's standing on stage and there's a couple of mob bosses having a meeting and he's singing about his space pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, I am wearing space pants. <laughs> space force. Space anyway, <laughs> Sorry. Squirrel.
0: That's right. So the president said that uh, moving the base at this time would uh, jeopardize military readiness and preparedness. Uh, Brigadier General Pat Ryder, from who's the Pentagon press secretary, is quoted as saying, the decision was based on an objective and deliberate process informed by data and analysis. Hmm. Which is the Pentagon way of saying, don't protest this and GFY. (laughs) Now, the rationale is based on the US competing with China in a new space race, and that maintaining stability will help the military better be able to respond in space over the course of the next decade. And that moving to uh, Alabama, well, would only yield minor benefits Mm. when compared to these big concerns. Um, Alabama representatives were livid with Republican Representative Mike Rogers saying that this is not the end. Uh, Yeah, it is. That that is the final decision. By definition, this is the end, Mm. Mr. Rogers. (laughs) It's just... Just so you know, Uh, Tommy Tuberville is like, hey, the top three places being considered for relocation of that Space Force Command were Alabama, Nebraska, and Texas. And you passed on all those red states.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'd like to say hello to Eglinton West Station. Good morning, Eglinton West Station. For all those (laughs) listening in and viewing now, please join in the chat and the live feed. Thank you.
0: Okay, I don't know what that was about, but hey. this, All right. Uh, I have no earbuds and people are listening. As I wait for the train, please say hi to Eglinton West Station. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's from uh, Kit Dan T, who apparently will have an announcement on Friday. Cool. Yeah, we are excited about this. Uh, So uh, yeah, they're all crying. This was political. Uh, Yeah. Welcome to 2023. What did you think it was? (laughs) <laughs> and, and when we're talking about political uh it was Trump who decided in the final 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 days of his presidency that that needed to be relocated to alabama i think that was the political decision mm. yeah yeah <laughs> there you go it's amazing how it happened so fast though because we were talking on the show about decisions like this might change some military expansion mm-hmm. decisions and Lo and behold, there we go. It has. Well, it was inevitable. Yeah. Votes have consequences, people. Um, today uh, is Emancipation Day in Canada. I'm not gonna.
1: I'm not gonna or is address it tomorrow? that. Tomorrow? I'm not gonna address it. Actually, I'm not. You're not. Gonna no, address there's a reason why, and we can discuss it later off air. There's a valid okay. reason why. Uh, that somebody enlightened me about. And uh, I don't want to get into it right now, but uh, we can, we can discuss it later. It's a, it's a very valid reason, uh, for me not to take part. And I know that sounds complicated and it is complicated, but it was somebody who, uh, is both politically active and in the known part of the community of which I am not, obviously I'm not part of the, the, uh, the community and yeah, let's just, we'll leave it at that. Oh, okay. Um,
0: Nothing comes to mind as a reason for which why not, but okay. Uh, but on March 24th, 2021, the House of Commons voted unanimously to officially designate August 1st Emancipation Day. It marks the actual day in 1834 that the Slavery Abolition Act of 1833 came into effect across the British Empire. Canadians are not always aware that Black and Indigenous people were once enslaved on the land that is now Canada. Those who fought enslavement were pivotal in shaping our society to be as diverse as it is today. Therefore, each August 1st, Canadians are invited to reflect, educate, and engage in the ongoing fight against both anti Black and anti Indigenous racism and discrimination. Emancipation Day celebrates the strength and perseverance of Black communities in Canada. Uh, this is according to the Government of Canada's uh, website, uh, marking Emancipation Day. Um, and uh, I said, I. Don't know what your reason is there. Uh, Just uh, okay, there. you sent me something. Okay, um, I'm including a link here if you if you would like, Mr. Grizzly, so that uh, to the Government of Canada site so they can mm-hmm. learn more uh, because there's some some background on slavery in Canada, the Black Loyalists and the Maroons, the Underground Railroad, uh, slavery uh, of Indigenous peoples uh, in there that uh, we can uh, learn a little bit more about. Um, so, uh, there you go. And, uh, thank you, Mr. Grizzly for the link you sent me. I will definitely read, uh, the article, uh, as to why not, uh, because th- there's a case right both ways, same thing for Canada Day with indigenous people. There's a case for celebrating mm-hmm. and not celebrating. So I'm guessing there's a uh, one over here, but I will, uh, definitely I'll, I'll read. That. A, that's, well, you know, it's a good friend of mine. Can, can we not read it? It's not that long. Sure. Sure. Let's read it in. Uh, why not? Because uh, it's from uh, Rachel DeCoste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good um, friend of mine. Who, yeah, Ottawa-born and uh, raised Franco-Ontarian uh, female uh, with an attitude. She calls herself oh, yeah. co-founder of the woke, woke apparel shop and emancipate your apparel. And she wrote uh, the Year of the Return book. Um,
1: so um, when I, when I calls first met it, Rachel, she was not politically active at all. Yeah, okay. she's very politically active. Um, so the I had an influence.
0: No, um, the little um, I don't remember what that word, what that thing is called. When they included a little paragraph uh, under Biography. the the uh, no, no, under the um, the title for some reason. Oh, yeah. uh, I know it in French, but it's escaping me in English. Uh, but it says this is a made up white savior holiday. Not a single enslaved African person in the British colonies was freed. Let's celebrate the real date we became free. So let's find out. Canadian authorities are rushing to align with the post-George Floyd protests by commemorating Emancipation Day this weekend.
1: That was three years ago she wrote
0: this, okay. Yes, yes. She wrote this uh, August 1st, 2020, Um, or or published it. Uh, This sudden wave of wokeness has some white Canadians acknowledging our nation's link to transatlantic slavery via the colonial British Empire, Uh, in parentheses. Note that France implemented the slave management manual, Code Noir. Yeah, so basically Black Code, in what is now Quebec. All European powers filled their coffers with the torture and dehumanization of African people. None of their hands are clean. Torontonians call the first Monday of August Simcoe Day in honor of Upper Canada's first Lieutenant Governor John Graves Simcoe. White people crowned Simcoe as an exceptional ally because he supposedly made Ontario the first British jurisdiction to abolish slavery, except the act against slavery was never enforced. The act would have banned the importation of enslaved Africans mandated that black children both henceforth remain enslaved until age 25 take a while guess what life expectation was for an enslaved person at the time going to guess somewhere around 25 yeah. the act sentences all slaves to remain enslaved till death simcoe's act against slavery freed not a single black person in ontario Despite or perhaps due to Simcoe's performative hollow gesture, the all-white Toronto City Council established the civic holiday in honour of Simcoe in 1869. Black people's collective eyes are rolling. The next hollow victory for enslaved people came on August 28, 1833, when the Brits signed off on slavery abolition in its colonies, including Canada. The Act for the Abolition of Slavery came into force August 1st, 1834, which is now being recognized as Emancipation Day. That left an entire year for Canadian slaveholders owners to cross over to the USA to secretly sell their property should they choose to recoup the cost of their chattel investments. Wait, it gets better. The Act for the Abolition of Slavery's full name is the Act for the Abolition of Slavery Throughout the British Colonies for Promoting the Industry of the... Manumitted slaves. There's a new word I've never heard before. And for compensating the persons hitherto entitled to the services of such slaves. Manumitted oh. means release from slavery to be set free. Okay. And compensating for the persons here, th- here too entitled to the services of such mm-hmm. slaves. Oh, okay. In reality, only those below age six were emancipated. They were too young to be put to work anyway. Former slaves aged six over were rebaptized as, re- re-baptized as quote, apprentices, then condemned to unpaid forced labor for four additional years. Huh. They call those internships now. Mm-hmm. Unpaid internships. Uh they had no rights and were still subject to whips, rapes, and other form of terror at the hands of their masters. If it's difficult to ascertain the difference between slavery and British apprenticeship, it's because there's no difference. The four-year delay gave the British Parliament enough time to plan a taxpayer-funded compensation for slave owners, lost property, mm-hmm. quote, in other words, slaver welfare. It cost Canadians $550 billion adjusted for inflation. Sir John A. MacDonald's wife received some of the loot. It is puzzling for Canada to congratulate itself for nothing for the nothing burger that is August 1st, 1834, because nothing changed for 800,000 enslaved people in the British colonies that day. What date should Canada celebrate emancipation? And then uh, she posts a, a picture, uh, a historical plaque, that says that has uh, images of shackles uh, that are not together. And on the steps of the portico of this building on August 1st, 1838, four years later, the governor of Jamaica, Sir Lionel Smith, read the proclamation abolishing slavery in Jamaica and other British territories, unveiled by His Excellency, the Most Honorable Sir uh, Howard Cook. Lots of initials, Governor General of Jamaica on October 19th, 2001. Almost every former colony has an annual emancipation celebration. Haiti celebrates January 1st, emancipation on January 1st, 1804. Trinidad celebrates the 1838 emancipation. The former British colony of Cape Town, South Africa, commemorates December 1st, 1838, the day their enslaved populations gained full rights. African-Americans don't commemorate Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, January 1st, 1863, but Juneteenth, the day the Union soldiers landed in rural Texas to inform slaves that they were free, June 19th, 1865. Texas and slavers had managed to keep the good news from their slaves for two and a half years. It's not clear when slavery actually ended in Canada. Researchers haven't yet pinpointed the date or have been interested in the subject matter. But we know for sure it's not August 1st, 1834. That's why I don't celebrate the made-up holiday that is Emancipation Day. If Canada is to truly respect black people and their lives, it behooves us to move past beyond these tired fairy tales. It's time to reckon with our nation's past, including the long road to abolition of slavery. Hashtag black lives matter. I
1: did not know any of this. No, and I am part black. Yeah. I didn't expect you to know it uh, again. Rachel is a, is a dear friend, uh, a really good person and works very hard and does the research. So she exposes me to things I wouldn't otherwise know. Right. And, and, and many things that, uh, as, as the saying goes, I have a blind spot to because as a cishet white male, I'm not going to see them. She points this stuff out to me constantly. And I always thank her for it because come on, like, Mm-hmm. It's it's history. It's our history. It's our shared collective history, but it, it's history that many people who look like me want to keep in the shadows.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, as uh, we reported on the show previously, uh, according to Senator Wanda Thomas Bernard, who is, uh, represents uh, Nova Scotia, black Canadians are a group to whom... A formal apology from the federal government for slavery has still not been received. Still we've apologized for a lot of things. We still haven't apologized for that. So, um, yeah. Wow. Mm. Thank you. Uh, Rachel DeCoste for having uh, written that a few years ago, and thank you, Mister Grizzly for uh, showing it to us.
1: Well, you know, bringing it to us. uh, I was not aware. I I think I I think my 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 reasons for not wanting to uh, celebrate it are are valid. You know, when when someone shows you, uh, someone pulls back the veil and shows you what's behind the curtain, it's like, oh shit! I did not know that. So. There you go. There's your lesson for the day. And it's not from me. It's not from me. It's from my friend, Rachel. All I did was just try and highlight it for anybody who was interested. I did put the link in the chat. And yes, sir, that is correct. The more you know. Yeah. Or in this case, the more
0: you know. (laughs) (laughs) DaCosta did that for us. (laughs) Uh, You know, (laughs) we have to be a little cheeky. Um, So, yeah.
1: Tavi G is correct about this one. Awareness and education is what will change things. That's why education is punched down. And especially when it comes to a a certain segment of um, right-wing evangelical Canadians, they want homeschooling, they want people to be kept in the dark because knowledge is power and they want their power to be in their hands, not yours. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Now, Mr. Grizzly, mm-hmm. moving, making a lateral move yes, to people do. who don't want you to know things. Um, you have some clips because I do. apparently, um,
1: True Daddy is back. Oh, spicy Trudeau is back, and he's 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 punching, punching. Well, I guess in this in this sideways. Case. Well, sideways, but maybe down a little bit. Sideways <laughs> and down to, the le- uh, down to the right a little bit. Sideways and down to the right a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sideways and down and, to the right.
1: And deservedly so. And let's let's watch the first clip, shall we? I think okay. we're all going to enjoy this very much because it's this a civics lesson. Oh, boy, do I love those. You know okay, how much I love civics
2: lessons. This spicy Trudeau moment. This is from CPAC. But I'll be blunt as well. Housing isn't a primary federal responsibility. It's uh, not something that we have direct carriage of. But it is something that we can and must help with. That's something we disagreed with our previous Conservative colleagues uh, when Stephen Harper's government, uh, with Pierre Polyev being a big part of it, pulled themselves entirely out of the housing business for 10 years. And there's a lot of uh, missed opportunities through that. So from the time we got elected in 2015, uh, we were committed to building a national housing strategy, which we announced in 2017, and in continuing to be there to layer in and show up. But you're right. It's not just the federal government that can solve this. That's why having a great partner in a visionary uh, city and council and mayor uh, looking for how we can build solutions that are uh, gonna make sense for people and take pressures off all spaces in housing, and the more we can do uh, to draw, draw the province to the table. I'd love to be able to, sharing this, to share this stage right now, not just with the Mayor of Hamilton, uh, but with the province. Um, they need to be stepping up as well, particularly on affordable housing. Uh, that is something that the federal government is taking very seriously, uh, but we need all of us to be working together on, and that's uh, what we're here to continue to do. So- Like I said, technically he's punching down and to the right a little bit, right? Because
1: he just basically Mm -hmm. fired a salvo across the deck of Pierre Poliver and his party. Along with Doug Ford, without mentioning Doug Ford by name. He didn't Mm -hmm. have to, and so he didn't. But that's effectively what happened, right? Uh, Now, there is some more video. We'll go to that in a couple of minutes. But uh, I just thought, wow, he really did. He really did. He, he, he fought fire with fire, but he did it in the correct manner. Right. He brought facts. Right. He brought truth. Right. And he, and he taught a civics lesson at the same right. time. And again, I'm going to be accused of being a liberal cock soy boy, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. I only care about one thing that our political leaders actually do good by the Canadian citizens. Peace order and good government. When they say he's driving a wedge between people, I'm like, no there is a certain fringe element of the population that has a very loud voice and is amplified by a political leader in this country. Mm-hmm. The majority of Canadians are, are, are very, very centrist. Mm-hmm. Little to the left, little to the right. There is that small fringe element that is extreme right. And there is there is a small inch for, uh, fringe element of extreme left. I don't like extremists on either side because they don't do anything good for those of us in the middle who are just trying to live our lives and get through a daily... Get through the daily grind. I've got another video clip for you, and I'll play it in a second. Before I get to that, I want to talk about how well, somebody tried to address me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just give me a sec here. Okay. Just give me a sec. Somebody who tried to get in and say, oh, Trudeau's evil. He's this. He's got to go eight years. Everybody's calling for his head. I'm like, why do you get reelected in 2021 if everybody hates him? Number one. Number two, name one policy that has harmed you carbon tax. Okay, that's it. That's all you've got and say, let's back that up. How about it's a regulatory fee? It's not a tax, number one. It is mostly for industry, number two. And number three, you get more back than you pay into it. Also, let's not forget that it was first instituted under the Harper government called the Greenhouse Gas Emissions Tax. Oh, but that gets conveniently left out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. So please, sir, while you're way in, i got to get a coffee. (laughs) I'll be right back.
0: Uh, right. Uh, I think I forgot what I was going to say, uh, because I didn't note it down. Um, uh, a lot of kids are asking about, uh, what it is on the prime minister's head. Uh, it's a bandaid. Uh, he was playing with his kids and, uh, bumped his head. So oh, that's all there is to it really. <laughs> um, apparently. I like the way journalists write this type of stuff up here. It's like, Trudeau's itinerary for Sunday said he was taking some personal time in Ottawa. His office wouldn't disclose what activity resulted in the bump. Like, that matters. He was playing with his kid, he bumped his head. (laughs) It's like, whether he was bopped on his head, but with a bopped on the head with a toy Tonka trunk, or, you know, was play wrestling and turned around and bopped his head on the edge of the sofa. I mean, what does that matter? Bumped his head, he's wearing a band-aid. That's pretty much the end of it (laughs) or bug bite could have been. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, (laughs) kids have sharp elbows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. (laughs) I know from playing with my niece and nephew, the kids definitely do have sharp elbows. Um, So yeah, uh, I I like this. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. I I like it uh, because once again, as we mentioned in previous shows, one of the things that I like about the prime minister is that when it comes to the constitution, when it comes to law, when it comes to civics, he does not lie to the Canadian people. About what the constitution says about what the law allows or does not allow or about how the civics of this nation works mm. it's one thing that's and it's been consistent consistent throughout after eight years of trudeau that are not really eight years yet um but yeah no no not till october not till october but that's when the thing one of the things that impresses me about uh, about the current prime minister is that he will not stoop to lying to people about what the constitution allows, what the law allows, and what the civics of the nation are. Yeah, so there again, so he's routinely giving civics lessons. Remember, because he had that conversation at that table with the with the, uh, with the Muslims yes. that we're talking about when he was talking about how rights work, how there are equal rights, and the rights that protect you know the LGBTQ minority, which you know some of them may understandably, as a reason of their faith, not. Have difficulty with that rights, but they're the exact same damn rights that allow them to say that. Yes, <laughs> right to express that view yes. and not go to jail for it as well.
1: Well, and, and that you know that when he when he addressed that individual that that was the school teacher in him talking, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, didn't speak down. No, nope. didn't speak down. Looked him in the eye and told him the truth. And, and they always pick on him for being a former school teacher. Of course, they always say drama teacher. He taught it for one semester, people, one semester. Mm-hmm. He was filling in for somebody else. He was a maths teacher. Math. Taught math. And French, I believe. Mm. I'd have to look at his pedigree. Either way, they're mad at a, a, a well-educated man who taught our children. And I say our, as in Canada's. They're mad about that. I'm telling you, the Conservative Party hates working people. They hate them. He was nothing but a school teacher. He was nothing but a bus driver. This is a former bartender. They hate working people. And they're nothing but Laurentian elites. Didn't you just shit on all the working people? <laughs> Which is where
2: I'm going with this. They next don't clip. like
1: anyone.
0: That's why nobody wants to work with them.
2: Check this clip out. Um, that I got a letter from uh, the leader of the Conservative Party mm. yesterday uh, that highlighted that he's not following this issue very closely. Um, he seemed unaware that there is actual constructive negotiations going on, uh, and he's really choosing to play politics and just say, oh, you got to fire people, you got to uh, you know, impose back-to-work legislation. I will remind people that Pierre Polyev was a key part of the government that was known for its anti-union legislation, 525 and 377, direct attacks on the rights of organized labor. Uh, So we don't take him particularly seriously when it comes uh, to encouraging negotiations at the table to work. And on the flip side, when it came uh, to convoy protesters shutting down uh, the Canadian economy, causing hardship for people right across the country, he was there waving flags with them and egging them on. So he doesn't have an awful lot of credibility when it comes to this. Our serious, responsible government is gonna continue to do the work necessary to both respect important negotiation processes that happen at the table and uh, make sure we're there to ensure the Canadian economy is running smoothly and exporters and importers, producers and manufacturers uh, are well served by uh, our uh, port facilities.
0: Oh my, that wasn't a cup of tea. That was a whole teapot.
2: Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. He brought the receipts.
0: Mm. Mm. That's the one I saw. I hadn't saw the first one. I saw the second one. I guess I was like, ooh, True Daddy is
1: back. Well, and Linda points out Skippy was also right there trying to take credit when the first strike deal looked like it was going through. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. He said, we did this. I remember we did we, this. We I'm like, about that. Who's this we? And I called him out. I said, no, you didn't. You had nothing to do with Who this. Who's this we? Who's we? we? When, it's a su- when it's success, it's we. When it's a loss, it's you.
0: He spent the last year and a half trying to segregate himself from the government, bringing Timmy's to the guy in the truck. Who's this we? Yeah. Who's this we? <laughs> and why are you including yourself in it? <laughs> Number one, who's this we? Number two, why are you including yourself among we? Well, um, let's look at this. Yeah, right? uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I, I remember that day, June thirtieth, right before Canada Day. He had the choice to mark with march with this guy who mm-hmm. claimed he was a victim or a hundred year old veteran who was walking a hundred miles to raise money for veterans home And like, and he chose to work, walk with this guy. He yeah. could even, he could have even chosen to walk with both. Spend some time with one, one with the other, really try and confuse things up, but he didn't, he just like, never mentioned the veteran whatsoever. Tom Hennessy, his name. Um, by the way. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, this spicy Trudeau moment brought to you by the Peppermaster. Uh, hot, fresh ingredients to uh, stimulate your taste buds and expand your mind. Uh, try their, there. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's go. The, the The highest number I see is 28. Carolina oh. Reaper. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll let, do it. Let, let's That's, make this one a cali- Carolina Reaper. Um, wow. Uh, that is a lot of truth and again delivered calmly this is the guy i like this is the guy that a lot of more canadians should see and why i say true daddy is that when you say he punched down to the right he did but that second one that was dad Mm. voice oh yeah Right. That was that dad voice. That was like you know, it's like don't so that that's dad driving. And it's like so if you keep on back, I'm doing that back there.
1: You can don't make me don't come make back me there. come back there. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like Doug Ford. Don't force my hand. You crying, you crying? I'll give you something. To grab out. I'll give you something. To grab out. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> wow.
0: Wow. And exactly. And that's the thing about that second statement is that is the prime minister's communication people listening to the show? Because so. you brought up that thing that you just mm-hmm. put out there, the list of like 10 different times when he was in government and in opposition voted uh, against labor rights.
1: Uh, this is 10 times, it, not the only times they don't all fit. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly.
0: While he's describing himself as being the party, party of workers and whistleblowers, of which you know, neither. Uh, and then, I mean, I'm just, and then when the prime minister said that, you know, that the they're not being serious about this. Right. And one of the hashtags that I'm trying to get started, you know, whenever PP makes a statement about something. So here's my plan. Build more houses. Remove the gatekeepers. Make me prime minister. Send me money. Give me your data. Uh, It's just like, hashtag just not serious. Just not serious. This part is not not serious. Uh, The whole country is burning. Oh my God, I can't believe we have a carbon tax. Just not serious. Just if you are complaining against climate mitigation, adaptation initiatives, you don't have a platform for 2023. You just don't. And you don't have a platform for 2030. That's for sure. You don't have a forward-looking one, so um, sorry, you are the weakest link. Goodbye.
1: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta snip something for you here to give you a snapshot. You're gonna. <laughs> this is, this is really funny. It, it's it's uh, it's just a small exchange on the Twitter. Okay. Um, I'll put it on the screen in a sec here. You can have a look and and, and read it out. And um, this is funny. It's funny. The the there's people that have the hate on for the man just because I think his name possibly. I, I don't know. Maybe because he's good looking and successful. Uh, above, I don't know what it is, but this one is hilarious. And here it is on the screen. He's also ripping PP in the CPC multiple times. He's feisty today. Hope it keeps up. Response, he obviously saw his dismal poll numbers. Yep, JT is squirming. He needs to come up with something bigger. Libs will lose a boatload of seats. Really likely it will happen, anyways, as most of us are fed up with this all high and mighty attitude. I hate that disgusting, smart, and Trudeau's condescending attitudes towards, towards all of us. So I love this how one person decides to speak for most of us. Hmm? Really? Really? Do you actually believe? Look, as much as you hate Trudeau, and I know a lot of people do, and that's fine. I'm not telling you to like the man. Look at his policies and how they've improved your life. Number one, you have dental care now. You have childcare now. You have the child poverty tax credit. Well, let me get the fingers up there. Um, We have a, a plan for climate change, which in case you didn't recognize it, it's happening. So like or love the man, I don't care. Look at what the government has accomplished. Ask how your life is better or worse. There are people who will say their lives are worse, and they do exist, and they're usually on ODSP, but that's not a federal problem. Although the feds are supposed to work on um, a disability program to benefit all it. Canadians. They've asked it. Yeah, they did, but the, the, nobody's Said got the money it. yet. Nobody's got the yeah. money yet. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's a ball drop there. And then they'll go, well, he hasn't got all the, the clean water. You're right. He hasn't got them all, but he's done 134 of them. Nobody else ever lifted a finger to do that. Hmm. His government did that. And I said his government, because it's not him. It's the government. Hmm. It's the government of Canada that does it. Well, he didn't get them all done. Yeah, we had this thing called a global pandemic. A once-in-a-century thing where all work globally stopped at the same time. Mm -hmm. Supply chains got screwed up. The reality distortion factor amongst some of the right wing is really disturbing to me. Mm.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of wishful thinking stated as fact. We have Kitlin M going here, the Toronto Sun had an op-ed over the weekend saying that we shouldn't blame the wildfires on climate change. So what, Mother Nature just got a little happy with the lightning bolts? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's her time of the month? Who knows? What <laughs> What else will you explain it? <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> I got Kit Saucy going. My dream is to put the picture of Doug Ford swallowing the bee on a seed packet and selling wildflower seeds for a Save the Bee charity. I'm down with that. I second that motion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kitlin Dam, I like that he spreads the spicy around. He doesn't pull it out all the time because that would bring him down to the same level of rage farming. I agree. I agree. You got to bring that out at uh, key moments. Um, but, uh, I mean, let's be honest. PP just puts out so much stuff <laughs> to swing out that it would be very easy to bring out the true daddy voice every damn day.
1: Yeah. Um, but he's got, you know, other things to do, like running the country. Yeah. Amazing how that happens. Eh? Um, some uh, tidbits
0: uh, before we have to go, because I think we're near the end of yes. the show, Mr. President. Yes, we are. Uh, if you're living in Osuyus, uh, the weather has improved and cooled. There have been calmer wind, winds, and the winds have shifted uh basically from Sunday to Monday, which have blown the firewall back away from the town and back onto itself. So now only about the last count, uh, that I heard 192 homes are in evacuation order compared to about 732 earlier, uh, on the weekend. And, uh, 2,600 homes do remain on alert. There have been 50 crews, six helicopters focusing on the Eastern flank, which was the flank closest to the town. Um, The fire has grown on the Canadian side of the border, uh, but mostly on the western flank, which is away from town. Um, The fire was measured at 14,050 hectares in size on the Canadian side, and it's at least four times larger on the U.S. side, with no rain in the forecast. Oh, my God. Ellen, it's so dry in the west, the trees are dropping leaves. Yeesh. Oh, boy, that is not good at all. Um I I, there's some facts that you
1: just hear every now and then. They just like stop you in your tracks. Oh yeah. I have one final uh, graphic for you. Uh, end the note on kind of a chuckle. Uh, end the show on a kind of a happy, funny note. It's it's some good sarcasm. It says, uh, the Dean from Winnipeg. Convoy 2022. We're not leaving Ottawa. Convoy 2023. Can I try to leave Ottawa pretty please? <laughs> you <laughs> see it's funny because it's true <laughs> everyone <laughs> loved us no 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 we want it somewhere else like alberta okay how about <laughs> along the coots border no 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 not there not like that
0: not lethbridge ah <laughs> <laughs> <oardlethES> it's, it's always like that do something no, not Not that. like
1: that. Fix the problem.
0: No, not like
1: that. <laughs> workers have the power. We support workers. We're going on strike. No, 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 no. Not Don't use your power that way. <laughs> that was both Daniel Smith and Pierre Poliver. Oliver ever Poliver. I don't know what he's pronouncing it today. Uh, oh man! I, here's oh, man. the thing, and I, I don't make fun of his name in that sense. I call him PP and Skippy the Wonder Pigeon and P Air all the time. Sure, Peppered Puff, Piffle Swipe, Peter Pop and Jay. But Short the thing staff. is, Captain he, Short he, pants. His okay. his surname he he changes the pronunciation depending upon the part of the country he's in. Sometimes it's Polyev, a Polyev, and sometimes it's Poliver. It depends on what part of the country he's in. So. Would you call that code switching? Maybe.
0: Yeah, well, it wouldn't have been so bad had he done it all his career. But at the beginning mm-hmm. of his career, he was very insistent that it was Paul Ver.
1: Yes, yes. But now he's he's flip flopping. So yeah. it's like, no. well, he
0: needs votes in Quebec, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and and here's the thing, though. He can. <laughs> it's his name. He can call himself whatever he wants. Whatever he wants, he can. Whatever he wants. And and I'll, I'll I will
0: switch pronouns, Pierre.
1: I will I will endeavor to respect that, but he changes it so he flip flops so much. I don't even know what to call him anymore. So I'll yep. just call him Pierre. Yeah, he was named after Pierre Trudeau. You know that?
0: I did not know that.
1: No, that's a rumor I started. Oh, okay.
0: Well, you hear you heard it here first, kids. Nothing but facts. <clears throat>
1: I figure it'll really piss off his supporters in the West if they figure <laughs> out he was named
0: after Pierre Trudeau, even though it's not true. Pierre
1: Elliott Polievre. I think his name is Jeff, and he changed it to Pierre.
0: I keep on hearing that. I don't know where Jeff comes from, like this, I no but I, I keep on hearing, yeah. Like a while ago, it's was like somebody started, like, "Hey Jeff or Pierre, if that's your real name."
1: <laughs> well, I think oh, man. The, oh man, oh man, oh man.
0: All right. Uh, he needs oh. to keep
1: that closet door closed. So, yeah, yeah. Well, did all I make right. an accusation there? No, 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 no. I didn't. I, didn't. I don't think he did. I don't no. think he did. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that either.
0: There's nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing that there's not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there
1: isn't. No, as we learned from a famous TV show. And if he wants to keep that secret, he has the right to do so. I'm not going to invade his privacy. Yeah, but uh, unless, unless. There is
0: nothing wrong with that. And he decides to act as if there is something wrong with that. Kind of like. Using his power. Then he gets outed. Yeah.
1: Kind of like Jason Kenney with um, what he did in San Fran and bragged about it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Jason Kenney's secret really isn't that secret. Mm. Every political circle knows. Everyone in every political circle, provincially and federally, know. It's no Mm -hmm. secret. Mm Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I know someone. I'll leave it. No, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Leave it you alone. know someone who knows something. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to yeah, leave it at that. that no, no, it's sense. not. not no. <clears throat> I know someone who knows something. That's it. We'll leave okay. it at that. I
0: that read, that's read. all I'm going to say. I was just wondering about the definition of knows in that sentence. Because there was a, a book that a lot of right-wingers talk about a lot of time. There was a lot of knowing that mm. led to be adding. no i'm not it's not my place all right all right right. we will not we will not gossip no well kids that's the end of this episode of the daily beaver podcast although i do love a good dish we hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless so let your peeps and your poops know about us because democracy is something that you do please write your mps your senators your media outlets and of course donate to the Red Cross, uh, scientists are predicting that, uh, we may see soon be moving from fire seasons to fire years. Mm. So, um, yeah, Red Cross, we need your help uh if you really like this podcast you can find us on the crier media network as well as all beaver grizzly friendly platforms stars and reviews are appreciated thank you very much kits we love to hear from you reach us on our facebook at true north eager beaver our twitter feed at true eager or by email at true north eager beaver at gmail.com and uh if pod page is still working podpage.com slash true north eager beaver lowercase strong. There we go, with a hyphen between each one of those words. And uh, that will um, mean that we get to come to you as soon as we have something fresh off the bandwidth. That QR code that just appeared under my chin is where you go to uh, be able to scan that with your phone if you're not uh, using your fingers or your voice command to go to that website while you're there. Uh, why not subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel that helps us out big time. Uh, I see that we are, uh, we have definitely crossed 300 now and are working on 310. So, uh, thank you thank you so much kids and uh, if you've noticed uh, mr grizzly has been putting up uh, some shorts um,
1: every now and then
0: got a little happy with them
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i I needed to put up as many as i could so yeah
0: not exactly sure all of them at least some of them with me were worthy of being a short (laughs) but
1: (laughs) it's done by software that I use and I just put it up and let's go with that. We did, we need to get the shorts out there because the shorts really do appeal to a larger, wider audience and bring people yeah. in. That's how we were able to gain some more subscribers overnight. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you look at some of the comments on some of them, some of them are... Anyway, Yeah, just look at the yeah. comments.
0: Yeah. Uh, we can't do this without your kind and generous support, so if you feel we've done a particularly good show, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code on the top left. Oh, wow, what great timing, Mr. Grizzly, to find our coffee slash hot chocolate slash Guinness slash Caesar fund. And uh, if you are progressive conservatives like some of you who watch the show who would rather donate to our Caesar fund than Pierre's election fund, um, we'll definitely, definitely approve the diversion of those funds and make sure that they actually be put to use in service of
1: the nation. Well, as we've said many times before, and we'll say many times again in the future, we are neither liberal or green or NDP or progressive conservative. We're centrist. We don't support any particular political party. And we would love to see a strong, healthy, progressive conservative party in this country again.
0: Mm. And meanwhile, uh, we're both running for co-prime minister. Yes. Because apparently that's a thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, if Pierre can run for prime minister,
0: why can't we? Donate to our super pack, double duty, <laughs> where we uh, then use the money to buy Guinness of Caesar, and then pack it in. <laughs> we super pack it in. Well, I had a few. <laughs> I had a few re-
1: uh, requests. Uh, request, inquiries about when the next podcast would be, and I said I'm not quite sure. Uh, probably in August, mid August, maybe. We haven't nailed down a date yet. We've been we've been busy a little busy yes uh we can't do this without your kind and generous support so if you feel
0: that we've done a particularly good show if you're watching please scan the qr code at the top left to find our emergency fund and that way i don't think jen is here again so i'm gonna save that m word i'm gonna save Mm. that m word Uh, but that way yeah you make sure that our throats are in peak condition to deliver our dulcet tones that you appear to enjoy so much uh, good morning kid james love you to see you in the chat he's uh people are wondering where james is he's still away i know that he was in the uk for a while interviewing some people uh for some future shows and uh currently still in new york i miss you i miss you i miss our casual fridays friend i miss you so much come back home soon soon want to see your face um yeah so if you want to help us, uh, you scan that squiggly or you use your lovely fingers or your beautiful voice and uh, you go to coffee, ko-fi.com slash ecobeaver, all in one word, lowercase letters to make your donation. Uh, please, please, please keep us hydrated. It's been a hot summer. I'll <laughs> oh, James goes Miss you guys. Oh, I love that man. Um, and... From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Please really be kind. Because things are about to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Because, and I know I'm trying not to use that word uh, in that way. Uh, but uh, that cuckoo bananas, whatever whatever term you use for when uh, things uh, just take a sharp turn in a direction you did not expect them to (laughs) and do not understand really why we're going down this road. Um, So yeah, be
1: kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please. I'm going to borrow them today uh, from the late great uh, humanitarian and comedian Robin Williams. And I put a link to uh, a speech he delivered to Congress a few years back and here's what he has to say, and, and it's real simple, it's real straightforward, and it really does resonate. You can't keep picking people up; you have to stop them from falling. Mm, 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 mm,
0: mm, 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 yes. Like.
1: Yes. get it. I got nothing more to say.
0: Yes. yes. Mr. Grizzly, please roll them credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. Canadiantarrow.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Oh my God! I'm I'm reading some of the, the quotes, from the, the kids in the comments, some of the things they have to say about here. Oh my word! Yeah. Oh my word! Um, and uh, about Lindsey Graham as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not put, I'm not Oh my, that my, it's my, funny. I got um, one last clip for you. A cl- uh, 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 quote for you from Dean from Winnipeg, Alberta. We don't need Canada. Maybe we'll separate. Also Alberta. Uh, hey, Canada, can we have some cash for Stampede, Orphan Well, Cleanup, Healthcare, and Cheap Daycare?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a couple of uh, Canadians who make us proud news before we ho- uh, go out. Uh, Melissa Humana-Paradise and Brandy Wilkinson uh, Beach Volleyball duo won the Elite 16 tournament in Montreal mm-hmm. over this weekend. So congratulations to you. Proof again that Canadian... Kick ass. And uh, while the World Swimming Aquatics Championships are done uh, in Fukuoka, Japan, in Manchester, England, the World power sw- Para Swimming championships are taking place Uh, and uh, we already have gold medals uh, gold medal from Tess Routliff Uh, I wish I knew what all the categories meant uh, specifically uh, but I don't unfortunately (laughs) Uh, uh, but Danielle Doris also uh, got us a bronze uh, in the pool Nicholas Bennett picked up a gold for us as well Uh, Shelby Newkirk picked up another gold for us that's a lot of gold, swimmers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you are really, 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 really doing us proud. Who else did we got? And we have uh, Aurélie. Uh, no, uh, I missed the word. Anyway, there was one more. Uh, one more gold. Uh, Aurélie. Uh, some some last name. I can't remember, but I will uh, make a point to note that in uh, for you. Uh, but yes, uh, so our swimmers are uh, still doing us proud. Way to go, kids.